Yes, it's Friday, Labor Day weekend. Um, I want to apologize because, you know, the podcast normally comes out on a Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, life happened this week. Had my fantasy draft. I had to take care of that last night, which I feel like I got the short end of the stick anyway. But this isn't a fantasy football podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. And this is DJ VDOT, the host of the VDOT and Friends podcast. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at VDOT underscore V underscore DJ on Snapchat at DJV.757. As we're winding down here from this great summer that I've had, hope you enjoyed yours also. Did a few good things, cool things. I ended up at the Wiz Khalifa tour. I'm, uh, that was my very first time seeing him. I've been excited to see him, been trying to see him for a few years. Finally got out there. He had Ray Shremert, which I like Ray Shremert. I like a couple of their songs, but I do enjoy them when I'm a little turned up. Little Skies, OT Genesis. It was a good show. We had a good Summer Slam, good Summer Slam weekend. And normally that's the end of the summer for wrestling. But this, this year we have uh, All In. All In is Saturday. Uh, we got Cody Rhodes going against Nick Aldis, Magnus from his TNA days. We got Kenny Omega going against Pentagon Jr. We got the Golden Elite. That's the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi versus Bandito, Rey Mysterio, and some other guy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I got to get get up on my indie game, but I'll figure that out. But after this, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more. Get a little bit more in depth of this conversation. Uh, once again, always thank the people from Anchor for developing this app. For me to be able to put this podcast out every week. Download the app on the iTunes, on Google Play. Uh, you can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever the hell is that holds podcast. So like I said, we're going to get back into this. I'm at work, so this podcast might sound a little choppy at worst, but we're going to get through this. I had one recorded, but I didn't want to give you crap because I was trying to rush. I want to take my time and really dive into these topics. And the topic today is cuffing season. So let me do some work real quick and I'll come back and I'll finish this up. All right, so we're back. Um, some of my listeners, uh, I found out I have listeners all over the world. Kind of proud of that. Uh some in London but the most of them they're all from Virginia so we probably know this term but for those who don't let me explain cuffing season to you so you've probably been single in your life male or female you've uh, been to all the cookouts you've been to all the day parties you've been to all the club nights the, the after parties for the concerts you're out here doing your research you're out here looking for uh, your your next top prospect. Um, once you determine that top prospect, you start to deal with her agent, i.e. her friends or his friends. Go to try to make an offer. And then the courting season starts, you know, the movies, the dinners. If you're doing the cuffing season, you have to live the model of Snoop Dogg. You know, you don't go out to the mall. You don't go, you don't go to the mall. You don't go out to eat. All you ever do is lay in the sheet, smoke you a cigarette, and go back to sleep. You know, that central seduction. But after the summer's over, most of the time that, that ends. 
So that's kind of a quick definition of cuffing season. So cuffing season also happens here in the wrestling business. Um, around the end of the year, a lot of people's contracts come up. And they're looking to see which territory, how to use the old term, which, or which which team they're going to play for next. Uh, right now, there are a few big names on the board that we have here. We have the Young Bucks. Their contract should be up by the end of 2018. Kenny Omega, his should be up about January 2019. He only signed a one-year deal this year. Jay Lethal's out there also at the end of the year. And then the ultimate independent guy, Kota Ibushi. I kind of view him as the Chance the Rapper of independent wrestling. Guy refuses to sign anywhere. With all that, and then there are there are some WWE guys. Uh, AJ Styles' contract is coming up soon, which he'll probably re-sign because this is the first time he's been on the big stage. And he gets to see his family a lot more than being overseas in Japan. Uh, the Bullet Club, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. Pretty sure they'll stay too. Because uh, from what I hear from their Instagram post, the money is great in New York. Shinsuke Nakamura, I was surprised. He's had an interview stating that he will still stay in the United States. Um, he said the move was just too too big to be going back and forth every three years. So I respect him for that. I'm excited to see what he'll do in the future. Uh, Lucha Underground, their two biggest names that are uh, planning on not re-signing for another season is Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Ricochet, the Ricochet story. Ricochet uh, played P Prince Puma uh, seasons, I want to say, one through three of Lucha Underground. But there's a contract in their clause that states they cannot work on another TV show for six months after the very last episode shows on the El Rey Network. So that'll be a waiting game out for them. But I'm hoping, I'm, I'm, I'm wishing, I hope these guys end up on 205 Live to go against the Lucha House Party and tear the house down. But we're going to move over a little bit more to these big names now, with All In coming up Saturday, I think the outcome or how that show does uh, will determine the next move. Because Cody Rhodes has also been in an interview stating if one leaves, all five of us are leaving. And um, the all five would be, of course, Cody, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page. Uh, Marty Skrull, unfortunately, I believe he signed a contract with Ring of Honor. His is not up anytime soon. But where would these guys end up? If it was me, and I was thinking about my legacy in this wrestling business, I would have to go to WWE. Now, granted, being an independent star is different than it was, let's say, 20 years ago. Where you can actually make a living, you can actually thrive off being an independent wrestler. I mean, look at the Young Bucks. They're marketing geniuses. They can, they can make a t-shirt in their sleep. I believe if they wanted to sell number two pencils and put Super Kick Party all over it, they would sell out. And I've heard them on several podcasts, several interviews, uh, recently talk is Jericho. And they say it's their baby. It's hard to give up something that they've pretty much brought from the ground up. Now, remember, these guys were Generation Me and TNA. 
and now they're the hottest tag team arguably in the world but they still don't have that WWE stamp of approval the way the, the writing's on the wall it looks like they're all gearing up to come how would I book them the Bucks, Kenny and, and Cody will all have to go to the main roster Adam Page, unfortunately, I think he would thrive in, in NXT because he's still fairly young. But he he's worked at that G1 that he put on. He did a real good showing in G1. I just think he needs that. He needs Triple H to mold him into that top guy. I think he's only a few years away. With that saying this, I would really, really, really hope that they do make this jump to WWE. It's hard staying up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I mean, I got the time in my phone. I got Tokyo time in my phone just to watch the wrestling matches. So I'm all in, as you would see. But I think it depends on how this weekend goes. Uh, they did sell out the, the 10,000 seat arena in 30 minutes, 29 minutes to be exact, without even giving a match card. So that shows how, how popular they are in the wrestling community. But it's, I guess it'll be all on them. I think Cody would like to come back. Cody left because that glass ceiling was unbreakable. He even said he would be Stardust and Cody Rose on separate brands just to show that he was there. He was trying to grab the brass ring. Well, he grabbed his own brass ring now, and he's even said, I, I don't know if I'm able to take direction anymore as a performer. I think they're all trying to troll us. I say by WrestleMania, all five of the four of the five will have a match. Hopefully it's uh, the New Day versus the Young Bucks because that's been a story brewing for like three years. But I'm excited of which way and how that all will come to fruition. Well, I have to uh, step back into the job for a second, but I'm going to come back. And there's another thing that happened this week in the wrestling world. I'm also going to talk about my weekend too that I had because I thought it was a pretty funny story. But we'll come back here in a second and uh, discuss some more. Oh, but before I do go, I want to tell you what the story that I saw. So the PWI, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Top 500 Wrestlers. The magazine and the digital copy, I think, drops in December. But the list has been leaked. And we're going to go over the top 10 and see how you feel about it. I'm all cool with all but one. But I really want to explain why I'm not cool with one of the 10. But like I said, let me go ahead and clock in, uh, collect these checks. I'll come back and I'll talk about the top 10. So like I said before, this is uh, the end of the summer. Um, my personal experience, the end of the summer, what we do is we have our family reunion and I DJ it every year. Uh, well, this year, I was uh, asked if I can come out a little bit earlier to help everyone set up. So I did. We got all the tables up. We got the chairs. We got the t uh, chairs off of the truck. Got all the food and everything. Set that up. Started to get the grill fired up. Got the generator off of the truck. Brought the generator over to my DJ equipment. And I looked at it. And I noticed that the gas gauge said empty. But I thought maybe this is just an old generator who would come to a place without any gas in the generator so i didn't think anything of it 
Started playing, I say, around 12 o'clock that afternoon. We were getting down. We were vibing. Played everything. Uh, we did a little Aretha Franklin tribute. Rest in peace to the Queen of Soul. Uh, played a little, played my man a little Duval, Smile. You know, that was a big hit. Come on. But uh, we was having a good time, rocking. Started getting into my set where for my younger cousins and the kids that wanted to do the shoots and all that stuff there. Mid-song, power goes off. Shuts down. I'm like, damn. So I go find the gas can so I can fill up the gas tank because obviously it was empty. So me still thinking that the gauge is broken, I get the gas can and I fill up what I think is enough for it to start back up. I go to pull the cord. Now, keep in mind, lawnmower cords, I can pull those. It goes right away. Weed whackers, same thing. Leaf blower, same thing. Chainsaws, same way. Generators, not so much. So I go to pull the string. And the string breaks. For the second year in a row, I might add. So my cousins came over there. Who the generator it was? They had to do open heart surgery to the generator. Put the string back on. Started it back up. And we ended the night uh, about six or seven. But otherwise, it wasn't, other than that, it was a great time. But I thought the story was funny. I had to buy a case of Corona for breaking his broke down generator in the first place. But that's neither here nor there. I broke it. I buy so, like I said before, um, I'm going to discuss the Pro Wrestling Illustrated uh, Top 10 for 2018. I'm about to uh, hit up my boy Chris uh, from last week, and we're going to go ahead and discuss that real quick. And yes, so we'll see you here in a second. Hey, hey, what's up, buddy? What's going on? What's going on? Everybody, welcome Chris back to the podcast. Hey, guys. So, I, I don't know if I, I did tell you uh, yesterday that uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated put out their, uh, they leaked the list for the, the PWI Top 500. Yep, yep. Year. So, I just wanted to see how, if you felt the same way that I felt about the list. So, I'm going to start with 10. Okay. And then I'll work my way down. Okay. I'm probably going to skip one number, though, but we'll go with that at the end. So, okay. the first guy... Number 10 is The Miz. Second time in a row, he got the top 10 spot on the on a Pro Wrestling uh, Illustrated Top 500. Okay. I don't really have a problem with that. I love The Miz. And I, honestly, The Miz is trending up to me. So, uh, And he's a phenomenal performer. And yeah, I think – oh, my fault. I, well, um, I think The Miz is really, is really going to work his way up. He can be a top five. No question. No if, question. Yeah. If he gets up to his, uh, to his potential – or if they give him what they what they need to give him, I think he'll definitely be a top five within the next couple of years. He's one of the best heels in the business. Yeah. And now his wrestling is getting better. His wrestling is, is ten times better. Yeah. <laughs> and he loves what he does. I exactly. mean that's exactly. all that's if I'm watching a performer, that's one if I gotta see that they love what they're doing. It yep. doesn't look like that he's there for a paycheck. Yep. Now, number nine um is uh Tetsuya Naito. I don't mind that at all. I like Naito. I like Naito too. On, on my list personally, I had him top five because I think this the swagger. I think the the way he presents himself to the the public is is fire. 
Like, I do. I think, and he, and talk about one of the best heels. He's he's a phenomenal heel. I just don't have him in my top five. I would probably Naito would be a little higher up for me. Okay. I would probably say he's around that seven eighth range. Okay. So not far from nine, but that's me personally. Yeah. See now, I I don't I don't know what it is. I guess New Japan. I don't know why they won't they won't pull the trigger and make this guy the guy. Like they let me tell you they. This is a story from 2013. They were trying to make him the guy in 2013, but the fans weren't ready for it, so they booed him off. So he left, went to Mexico, got up with um, Andrade Cien Almas, and they started the Los Ingobernables. Wow. I didn't really – you just told me something. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so he got his – if we're being real, he got he got his swagger from Mexico. Wow. Their faction. So he comes back at like 2013 or maybe 2014, 2015, a totally different person. He's a heel now. And by 2017, when he wants to, once he won the G1, I thought it was for sure he was about to win the belt. I was like, this is the greatest story ever told. Me too. But they didn't pull the trigger. Yep, they didn't pull it. Yep, that's true. That's very true. They did not pull the trigger. And he's somebody I think can help carry the company. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't know if you, if you watched any of the G1 this year, but – Nido was getting bigger cheers than Kenny Omega when they fought. He, he, he was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was. All right, so moving along, I got my man, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. He's love number eight. I don't have no problem with that. I love Cody. And I yeah. actually, I might have moved Cody up a little bit also. Yeah, yeah, but you, you'll be surprised once you start to see how this list folds. Um, eight is a good spot for Cody. Um, the mic work is excellent. The stories he tells are excellent. He he just has the mind of his daddy. I mean, yeah, he's been in it his whole life. Yeah, so I definitely would would keep him at that that number eight spot. Now number seven is 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 my guy, the big dog. Yeah, I brain. disagree with Roman being number seven. I'm sorry, uh, totally disagree. I think Roman ha- and is top five in my opinion. Um, I I know you know I know the list, the t- the top ten, and I I personally think. Roman is in the top five. That's my personal opinion. I mean, his draw, he's a great performer. Um, he never really puts any other performers uh, in danger. Yeah. He even deals with dangerous performers, and he makes them look good. Exactly. See, I, and, you know, I'm, I'm, Roman's my guy, so I had him in my top three. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, number six, is, uh, they gave it to Braun Strowman. I love Braun. I just don't think he deserves to be six. I mean, to be honest, you know, Braun and Braun's awesome. I love Braun, but wrestling is just that to me. I love pure wrestling. Yeah. And a lot of the big guys, it's hard for them to be in the top 10, in my opinion, because they're not pure wrestlers. They have a couple moves. Um, Their character is, is elevated more based on their healness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not versus not based on wrestling, and that's why I have a problem with their list. I feel I feel the same way about that because he he he's he's booked a monster, so yeah, they do things that monsters would do. You can only tear up stages and right tear down walls, but so much you know? right, and and dump por- and kick porta potties over. And, yeah, and yeah. I mean at some point it has to stop. You know what I mean? Definitely. I I know now. I know he's had, he's had some funny moments. I've laughed at all the moments that. <laughs> That he had, but I, I, I would put him in top twenty. Yeah, I love Braun. He's just not. I can't. It's hard for me to put a monster in the top ten. Yeah. Besides the Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. With, that's a, but that's like, a different type of person. A different type of animal. I mean, yeah. Undertaker. People forget 
he's an awesome wrestler. He was a good wrestler. Yeah, definitely. All right, so number five is CrossFit Jesus, Seth Rollins. Yeah, he, he definitely deserves to be higher. I mean, right now, Seth is single-handedly carrying every show he's on. Any match that Seth has, whether it's Raw, pay-per-views, whatever it is, he's carrying it night in and night out. And clearly, he's not 100%. We talked about this before. Yeah. And, and he and he looks phenomenal. He's one of the best wrestlers in the game, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, um, with, with Seth, you got to apologize. The... Uh the terrible three-year-old in the background. Um, she probably didn't get her way there. <laughs> <laughs> it probably didn't get her way. Yeah. Wait. She probably thought the aunt, they were probably doing some math. She said one plus one is two, and she got mad, said it was three, and now she's crying. <laughs> but we'll, we'll be all right. Yeah, with, with Seth Rollins, man, like, since the Universal title wasn't around, he was the guy of the show. I mean, it might have been Roman. It might have their little things, but – Seth was the man, and Seth proved that he can be the guy for real. No question. He yeah. has – you know who Seth reminds me of? Who's that? Seth reminds me of, like, a macho man type. Okay. You okay. know you know he can be the man at any point in time. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have that larger-than-life character like a Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it seems like he's still trying to find his way to connect to the crowd. Right, right, right. Which, which he shouldn't have to because his wrestling is so pure. The crowd should be connecting to him. They should, but you you know how the WWE is. You gotta you gotta be the total package. If, you know, The Rock had he was the total package. That's Triple right. H was the total package in his heyday. They could do it all. That's very true. They can make you cry. They can make you laugh. They can make you boo. They can make you cheer. All in one sentence. That's very true. And on top of that, they get in the ring, they have decent matches. So Yeah, that's true. But I do think Seth is a better performer than the guys I just mentioned. I do, too. I think Seth is, I mean, pure wrestling, he's by, bar, bar none, one of the top, pound for pound. You know, everybody, yeah. pound for pound list. He, I, I'd, I'd love to see him against any of the top three. Oh, definitely. And I, and I, think, I think we will get that here in the near future if, if uh, the elite go ahead and make the jump after all in. I would love it. All right, so I'm going to skip number four for a second. I'm going to go to number three. <laughs> number three is the Rainmaker, uh, Okada. I like Okada. See, now here, here's my thing about him. People complain about the WWE because he, we, they constantly push Roman Reigns, and they keep pushing Roman Reigns, and they're pushing us down our throat and all this. But little known fact, Okada was pushed down our throats for five years. <laughs> five years. <laughs> the only thing in their defense, the only thing I can say in their defense, they're a smaller uh, promotion. Yeah. You know, and they're trying to, they were trying to become bigger. Now they are bigger. So they, they once Kenny, once Kenny, once him and Kenny put on those matches, and the world was exposed to New Japan. Then it was like, okay, we feel comfortable removing the belt from them. You know what I mean? It's kind of, for, what, look, forget all that. Kenny should have won the belt in 2017. No question he should have. But here's the funny part. Remember back in the day when Hulk Hogan had it for like 12 years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because they were building. They were trying to make it make the promotion bigger. And once it got bigger, then they felt comfortable. Okay, now we can take it off of them. 
and, and that and that's exactly like I have arguments with uh, one of my one of my friends at work, and he said Roman's been pushed down our throat. I said, dog, Hulk Hogan was pushed down your throat. Yes, Stone Cold was pushed down your throat. They were. If you were the top guy, you're supposed to be on TV all the time. That's just how it is. How it is. I mean, that's smart business, to be honest with you. That's, you know what I mean? That's yeah. The, that's, the guy that you're gonna have on your commercials, the guys that you're gonna have go to make your make a wish. The, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have to be on TV. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But but that's that's one of those things we'll we'll never get until Meltzer says I'm I'm a liar and. I apologize to everybody else. I was just self. I was just selfish with myself because they wouldn't let me get in the locker room of WWE. So I apologize. That's the only way it's gonna work. But other than that, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He is Okada is a is a good guy. He sells great. He, his drop kick. I don't think it's the best drop kick, like they uh, proclaim it is. But yeah, he he is overall a, a great. Performer. He is a great performer now. Him him and Kenny have put on some legendary matches. But yes, yeah. So number two. Um, which I don't like because number two is my favorite wrestler. It is uh, AJ Styles. No question. AJ is the man, and there's no reason he's not number one. The, the only the only reason, I mean, the number one slot, it, it, it's, it's a good number one, but I feel that between one and two, it is, it is more of a, a one and one A. Yes, and don't get me wrong. I love. I don't mind number one because I love number. I love the one who is number one. But I think the reason he's number one is because he has put on phen- well, in in AJ's words, phenomenal matches the past year and a half, two years. But, oh yeah. But yeah. I would love to see him put those same matches on the biggest stage. Hopefully that'll happen here next year. Uh, That's why uh, AJ has to be number one to me because he did that in New Japan, and then he comes to. WWE the biggest stage and he does the same exact thing. I mean there's there's no fall off with AJ. Yeah. He's been doing it for at least since 2010. So a strong eight years. Eight years. Yep. And people forget AJ was like a cruiserweight in the X division and fighting in the X division and and TNA. I mean he was a he was a cruiserweight in WCW. WCW. I mean he has literally He's 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 earned he's earned that to me he's earned number one for for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, he and like all time he passes Shawn Michaels in my opinion. Ha! Ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna leave that one alone right now. That, that's for another day. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I can. I can. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm here for that. I got time. Yeah. I'm telling you, I love Shawn Michaels, man. I can't. I, I can't compare the two because in their prime. Shawn Michaels is the best of the little the little men ever, in my opinion. He's done this against the greatest of the greats. And his storytelling has been phenomenal. And he's reinvented himself one, two, three times. Let's not yeah. forget, he went from tag team, which is one of the hardest things to do. Going from tag team to being an individual solo performer at the highest level. And carrying single handedly carrying WrestleManias. AJ ain't there yet, buddy. I'm sorry. And I love AJ. He, okay. he ain't there yet. Yeah, yeah. This is this this is gonna have to be something. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some reasons. I'm gonna give you some reasons. But let's go ahead and hit number one, the best bout machine. Okay. The cleaner. 
Kenny Omega. I don't have a problem. I, I, I'm like you said. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. We're, um, we're, we're, we're pappy. Things like that. Happen. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's my son. But yeah, man, uh, Kenny Omega is, uh, he's phenomenal. I love Kenny Omega. I, I don't want to use that word for everybody, but he's awesome in every way possible. And I want the cleaner to come to WWE. He needs to bypass NXT like AJ did. And they need to put him right in the main event and let and let's have some awesome matches. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you how it's gonna go with with that situation. How do you feel? So, all five are it's five five of the six of the elite contracts are up by January 29th. Okay. Out of, I believe four of the five will be on the main roster. I think Hangman Adam Page is probably gonna go to NXT. Um, it just seems like the best move for him. He can get molded into being a uh, yep. A, a bigger superstar in, in the future. Yep. But I do feel that I will, I say that Cody would end up on Raw and Kenny and the Young Bucks would end up on SmackDown. You think Cody's going to come back? Even though he says he's not, uh, that, that that's the end goal. Everybody knows that's the end goal. Even if you've been there or not, you're trying to go back. But you just got to feel, you, you feel you have to prove yourself other way so you can get that status back when you come home. Here's the deal. Cody's probably making the same money, if not more, doing what he's doing now and wrestling significantly less. The one thing we can't underestimate is that he grew up in the business. And WWE, in my opinion, did not do him right by allowing him to stay in the Stardust character and not allowing him to to transform into what he is now, what he wanted to become. So, you know, I think... I, I don't underestimate the, the hurt aspect of it and him knowing if I go back to W, I'm on the road 340 some days. So, yeah. and, and, and making the same money that I'm making now and I'm on the road now, maybe a hundred days a year. I don't, but, but I think it's different though. I think it, it, it'll be different. You might, it's, it's different being uh, a A plus player instead of an A minus to B plus player. The, I, I'm, I mean, I know he says he can't he can't be coached anymore. He, he doesn't feel that he's in the level that he can let somebody tell him what to do. And but you you, you got to go back. He he has to he has to put it the Triple H and Vince man and say, I told you I could do it. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they've had. I'm pretty sure all 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 these people have had conversations with each other. And there's probably some things that we just don't know behind the scenes that really are going on. No, very true. Very true. Not to say that, I mean, it was with, uh, with the Young Bucks. So yeah. If they happen to come back, you know, that, that would be awesome. But they're already, talk, already talking about an all-in, too. So I don't know how that's going to work. And here's the thing. No, see, now they're – they personally haven't said all into Cody came out of his mouth saying this was pretty much this was one time. Oh, okay. Now who knows what happens after Saturday night, but he's came out of his mouth and said this is one time. They put up seventy G's just for the building, right? But guess how much they're making in return? Yeah, but they still got to pay the talent and stuff. I mean, they'll probably come out even, I, but here's but the thing. still, listen, I think it's more it's more on um when you bet on, emotional thing. Yeah, I, I get it. Nothing wrong with that, but when you bet on yourself in this situation, the amount of money that they, they they've sold out. 
I don't yeah. think they're going to come back even. I honestly think they're going to make enough money for them to sit back and look and say, why don't we do this again? Why don't we do this more often? I mean, you, you, you they put up their own money. Yeah. They're going to make a substantial amount in one night. And not only that, all the merch is yours. That's the thing, but here's here's another thing also. That money might be yours, but imagine you have the machine like the WWE pushing. Of course, of course, of course. I get that. I get that. I just think Cody understands that already. Yeah. So everybody else may go. I just don't know if Cody's going to go. <laughs> I just don't know. They they made a pack. They made a pack. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. So let's go to number four that I skipped over. Okay. Now, number four... Um, Brock was yeah he it was Brock Lesnar. Brock Brock Lesnar is is the number four best wrestler in twenty eighteen. I don't even know how that happened because you wrestle four times, you don't do nothing while you wrestle, and you spend more time in UFC than you do on the per, the place that's paying you the most money. Right, he hasn't had anything like that. Would other than Roman pretty much carrying him? He really hasn't had anything where I was like, "Oh man, this is the greatest Brock Lesnar of all time." Now, if this was two thousand two, two thousand three, number four, I would I would understand. But twenty eighteen, Seth should be bigger than him. Cody should be bigger than him. Roman should be bigger than him. Miz should be bigger than him. Like I, I don't I don't get it. I don't know. His, what, go ahead. And I was going to say, not to cut you off, but my issue is Brock is a phenomenal athlete, period. Point blank, period. Um, professional, like real life, uh, amateur wrestler, phenomenal, decorated. MMA, phenomenal, decorated. There's no reason right now that his character only gives you three or four moves. And not even four, three moves. And and one, most of the time, the most you get is three, but most of the time all you're getting is the uh the back suplex. And an F five. And an F five. That's two moves. It that makes no sense to me. And and to be honest, it cheats us as, as fans. Cause Brock is a phenomenal talent. When Brock was in WWE in the beginning, he wrestled. Yeah. He wrestled. He put some phenomenal moves on. Shooting star press, even though he almost broke his neck, but still shooting star press. Like this guy is a phenomenal talent. It robs us as fans when you when you allow him to make one or two moves. He could really be putting over a lot of talent. But to me, he shows that the only thing he cares about is the money. And I'm okay with you showing me that, you know, that I'm okay with you being about the money. Just don't show me that that's all you care about is the money. And I blame WWE also because you should trust the process. You have enough talent for you to be able to say we can move on from Brock Lesnar. You, they have more than enough talent. There's people that sit in catering all day long on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, that that could actually help the locker room and help the the, the show that you're trying to put out. But no, you got to keep Brock on payroll. That's crazy. That is crazy. Well, look, I know uh, you got some some things to do. You got to. Uh, Get get the little one down. I got some things to do. Hey man, all but I, I do appreciate you with uh, short notice. Yeah, no problem, man. Always a pleasure, man. Hit me anytime. Yeah. So um, 
I guess I'll check you out then. What, you got anything going on this weekend? Uh, no, not this weekend, man. I just did a bunch of shirts. I got a, um, I'm preparing for a trade show for my clothesline. Again, follow us again online at Official Genetically Altered on Instagram. Also, follow us on Facebook at Beach Imprints. Check us out. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Beach Imprints also. But that's about it, man. All right, then. We appreciate you coming out. Hey. God bless you. Good night. (laughs) Peace. All right. Oh, and one more thing. I meant to mention this before I actually signed off. So I'm looking for a, a logo. Um, because you know, if you tuned in or if you subscribe to this podcast on the different podcast channels, kind of got this generic thing looking for something that'll pop. So, if you're an artsy kind of person and got some time, make a design, shoot it at my Twitter, shoot it at my Instagram, send it through Snapchat. If I think it's dope, I'll definitely reach out to you and we can talk. But yeah, I'm looking for a new logo. If you can look out, hook me up. I really appreciate it. Once again, I want to thank Chris for falling through. Came through like Kobe in the fourth quarter. I was sitting there on my last wits end trying to see if I could get that done by myself. But that's what friends are for. Shout out to Dion Ward. But we will be back next week with a new topic make sure you check out Chris on all his social media check me out on social media at v dot underscore the underscore DJ Twitter and Instagram DJ v dot 757 I think I'm a DJ a little this weekend uh, friends having a cookout so I told him I'd come through bring the tunes thinking uh i think all in is going to be a great success i'm excited to watch it i did catch the karaoke with marty's girl and i laughed for a good hour and 29 minutes really appreciate the movement they're doing with the whole pro wrestling thing for oh we also forgot a couple other free agents is going to be out there too uh jay lethal will be out there Jay Lethal had a chance. I thought he was going to jump two years ago. He decided not to make that jump. Felt he had a legacy to the build in, in Ring of Honor. And I, me personally, I think it was a bad decision on his part. He wasn't featured because uh, the rise of the Bullet Club. So we'll see what he does. Oh, and just for the, the record, even though Kevin Owens quit... He's still signed till, I believe, 2022 or 2023. He just signed an extension earlier this year. Uh, I think that's all storyline. But I think the storyline, I don't know why I think this, but I feel somebody's going to get package power driven at All In by Kevin Steen. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. So remember, if that does happen, you heard it here first. Call me the Young Prophet. But anyway, be safe. Avoid the bookings. You know the boys will be out this weekend. And there's no judge till Tuesday. So once again, thanks again to Anchor. Every week, download the Anchor app. Comment on the show. 
Subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other podcast formats. Search for this, subscribe, leave me a comment. I'm going to go ahead and finish walking my dog because he's walking me in circles. But I'll catch you next week. Be safe.